BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Yay! What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We got a really fun show for you guys today. Before we do that, let's say hi to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I am <clears throat> I'm still getting over my flu, so forgive me if I'm raspy and if I cough or sneeze or spit phlegm at you, but that's how I feel. Anyway, I'm happy today to have Ozzy on because Ozzy is the gal that's singing the opening music for the Jimmy Starr with Ron Russell show. But I think I'm going to have to talk to Ozzy when they say, you know, the lyric is crazy man Jimmy. He's not crazy. I'm the crazy <laughs> one. So I think we have to have Ozzy retape that or voice over it. And, and add you and into add it. And add me into it because I feel so put out. That's why we have our closing song, though. Twism mentions you. Yeah, no, but who the hell understands that? <laughs> I mean, you know, it's that rap crap that I hate. But Twism is good at it, and you should buy Twism's music. He could use the money. He's got like 9,000 kids to take care of. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and he's a sweet guy. <clears throat> let's say hi to everybody. We've got, first of all, we got, oh, let's say hi to our staff. So, everybody, we've got. A new person on the show, we've got Rebel Medler. She's been with W4CY forever. Actually, Ron and I have known her for many years, so let's say hi to Rebel Medler. Rebel, say hi to everybody. Hi, everybody. She doesn't know that's coming. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) And then we've got Scotty J running our videos. He's in Pennsylvania. You guys should say hi to Scotty J. Scotty J. (laughs) It's okay. What's going on, guys? There he is. Yay. Hello, 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 hello. 
Great to have you. And uh, let's go to our chat room. What's up, chat room? We got a great show for you guys today. We've got multi-platinum Grammy-nominated superstar John B. coming on the show. And then we have Ozzy Aziz. We got Angie Baby, uh, who's Jane Doe in the chat room. Irish Ginger, Dave Hughes from the UK. Don't you ever call her Angie Baby again. Oh, that's you. That's my nickname okay. for her. No one else can call her so Angie So we have Angela Baby. Joseph in the chat room, who is also known as... My Angie Baby with the pretty sisters. <laughs> She's got lovely sisters that she always takes with her. No matter where she goes, she takes her sisters, and she makes sure that everybody sees her sisters and says hello. Then we've got uh, Teresa Sabin is in the chat room. Backpack John, Cindy Teresa Lady Lake. Teresa Sabin, hold it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the wonderful comments that you continuously put on my Facebook page. I sincerely thank you. And when I look at all the names of the people who do alike, I always see yours at the top of the list. And for that, I thank you again, my sweetie. Um, and then we've got, uh, let's see, I don't know, it keeps going in and out fast, so I'm not sure everybody. So anyway, Who else? Uh, I don't know, it's, it's went in and out fast, and I'm working on something else That's here. That's like you, in and out fast. Oh, well, what can I Jimmy, tell you? Jimmy, that was his name for when he was young, when he used to carouse around uh, Florida, around Miami. They used to call him Jimmy in and out. Yeah, Jimmy in and out. Okay, so... Anyway, so go ahead. What are you going to tell people about today? Well, today we're going to talk about Donald Trump, which oh. is something I never talk about. I have no sides. I do not uh, agree with the Republicans, and I do not agree with the Democrats. Uh, as I've said before, when people ask me, who'd you vote for? I say, Charlize Theron in Bombshell. And that's all you'll get out of me, because my religion and my politics are mine alone. I don't intend to get into a war giving my political views. But I would like to say one thing. I was born right around the time of Pearl Harbor, when thousands of Americans were killed by a sneak attack from Japan. President Roosevelt declared war on Japan. We were at war with Germany. America, from what I remember my mother telling me, was united. Democrats and Republicans all got together as Americans, to fight these horrible people who were trying to take over our country and kill all of us Americans, period. That was called patriotism, and that was called the G.I. Joe and the good old American and the Yankee. Today, unfortunately, rudeness is no longer a no-no. Now you could say whatever you like about anyone and get away with it. If any of the things that are said about Donald Trump were said about Franklin Delano Roosevelt or John F. Kennedy, there would have been a revolution in the street and those people would have been hung from a lamppost because we were Americans back then. No matter what our politics were and no matter whom we hated in Washington, we did not disgrace them and show the world that we are a people that disgrace our president. No other country does this. They may politically talk against their leader, but they don't say the things that are said by some Americans. Facebook is a tragedy that it allows pictures of our first lady naked and the horrible things they say about her. She's a human being. That was her job. She was in show business, and everybody in show business at some point gets naked. <laughs> so get over it, everybody. She's not a horrible woman or a tramp or a slut or a whore like they say she is. Nobody knows that for a fact. And if you do know it for a fact, keep your mouth shut because it's not nice to say. How would you like it if people thought your mother was a whore? 
And they said, your mother's a whore and a dyke and, a, and all that shit. She has a teenage son soon. And that boy has to read all the crap that's yeah, said about his mother. Now. Okay. How would you like your mother slandered that way? And you have to read it and look at it. So come on, America, have some style, have some class, keep your mouths shut. If you have a political comment, make it intelligent. Talk about the economy. Talk about the promises Donald Trump made that he has not kept because possibly he can't get the vote. Let's be Americans again. God bless America and our country. All the European countries all over the world, not just Europe, they all hate us. They make fun of Donald Trump. They say stupid Americans, look what they voted for. They enjoy it. You know why? Your old trash is very jealous of America. That's why they have McDonald's there and they call it American food. That's why they want to wear jeans and look like us and they love our movie stars and rock stars. That's why everything in Europe and throughout the world is American. So there you go. America, no matter what and no matter who is in office, is still the greatest country in the world and it will be for decades and decades with or without Donald Trump. As far as the economy and the millions and millions or billions of dollars that we owe out, guess what, folks? Every president I have lived through, and I've lived through many, had the same problem. We were in debt for millions and millions of dollars. Trillions. <laughs> okay? Donald Trump may not be your answer, but to a lot of people, he is. And stop hating the people who voted for him. That's their right as American citizens to vote for the one they choose. It's called freedom. Freedom of choice, freedom of speech. Now, if you want to talk about the other one, well, that's another story. Who's the other one? I keep forgetting his name because I just like him. So the one that always bashes the gays, Lombard. What, how do you say his name? I don't know. I don't know who you're you talking know, about. The one that President Trump just threw a medal around. Oh, uh, Limbaugh, Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh. See, I don't even know his name. That's how disliking him I am. Um, he's an ignorant person to say the things he says about gay people. Because he might be gay himself and he's depressed about Hiding being out. that way. <laughs> no, most gay people that bash gay people are, gay. are closet gays. Yes. We know that for a fact. They hate themselves for having thoughts of sucking another man's dick or something. Whatever the fuck they think, these straight weirdos. But anyway, my, my thing I want to get across to everybody, and I'm not political, I'll never do this again, is ease up on Donald Trump. Let's try supporting him and helping him to take the right roads, to do the right things for us. Instead of doing negativity, write on Facebook, Mr. President, could you please do something for health care? Mr. President, I do not appreciate the wall. Mr. President, what the hell are you doing? That's the stuff you should do. Not that he's banging the Chinese guy and you put up porno pictures of him getting fucked by the Chinese guy, <laughs> which is so disrespectful. It is. That's he true. is the president of the United States of America, and he was voted in. Have some respect, or didn't your parents teach you respect? And those of you in show business who open your big traps about your views of Donald Trump are losing Republican fans, which means the movies you make, the television shows you do, or the books you write only get half of an audience because your stupidity has destroyed the other half. Stay neutral. Do not let anybody know how you feel. And the word hate should never be used or come out of your mouth. 
Hate is the most disgusting word that is. And one day this may be a speaking, a Spanish speaking country. And I hope there's no such word as hate in Spanish. So go on. Be Americans. I am proud to be a good American citizen. I agree. And to add my own two cents in, I agree with everything Ron just said. And basically, I have no problem if you want to like uh, talk about his politics and things that have and haven't been done. But you don't talk about him as a person, his wife, his kids, his family and all those kinds of things, because that's nothing. And that's just bashing somebody. You know, and stick how, with how the actual you, issues. How, how would you like it if I snuck into your homes with a video camera? And videoed you beating the shit out of your wife, kicking your kid down the stairs, whipping the dog with his leash. People do that, you know. Would you be happy if that went public and everybody spit on you and said, look at that disgusting human being, what he has done to his family? Think about it. I don't actually know where that came from, but okay. <laughs> well, because people do that stuff. It's always the wicked, evil people that are so ready to condemn the other people because they want to bring that high and mighty person down to their level. So they destroy who they are by saying dreadful things about them. It's called jealousy and envy. Also, we just want to welcome then, because some more people are jumping in. Thomas Claxton joined us. He says, we look like we're feeling better. I'm on my second round of antibiotics i went to the doctor on tuesday because we've got two big 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 events one on friday night and one on sunday and i need to be better so i'm feeling much better and ron didn't have to go he's he's getting better because you know why i thought to myself all this stuff about marijuana pot being the cure-all of everything let's give it a shot so i have the oil of marijuana you don't get high from it it's just the oil of the cannabis i put it on my tongue two days in a row, three times a day, everything went away. My sinus in infection cleared up. My uh, throat, everything felt fabulous. Now, was it because it was time for it to heal or was it because of the cannabis? I believe it was the cannabis. I also believe that it's wonderful for arthritis and bones and, and I really think that it has to be put into medical form available to everyone in the world over, not just Californians. I have friends in New York who wish they had cannabis because they're in pain. With bad, they're older people in their 70s and they have bad backs and bad knees and the cannabis oil without the get high is a wonderful drug. There you go. Okay, so that's it. No more. I'm getting <clears throat> off my pedestal now. My preaching soapbox, rather. I'm getting off my soapbox. I'm trying to like actually fix. See, it. I'm not so stupid, folks. Like you think I am. I'm trying to fix myself. There we go. So I'm like more in the middle of the thing because I like you're in the middle and I'm on the side. That's because I'm the star. Scoot over a little bit to your left. No, like, no, the other way. The other way, because like you're in the whole picture. I need to move over. There well, you go. Who, who wants to see your face? Anyway? Everybody wants to see me. Everybody like my pretty colorful shirt. Oh. And actually, uh, Angela says, yes, she agrees with the cannabis and uh, CBD. She writes CBD, which is funny. Oh, and there's somebody calling my phone, and I already turned the volume down, and it's still working. So anyway, everybody, we're going to call our first guest in one sec. Um, you guys probably all know who John B. is, anybody who listened to music for the last 20 years because he's had so many hits, but it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we're going to wait one more minute because I told him we were calling him at 12.15 just so we're on the right tack. It's 12.16. Your no, watch is fast. Your watch is one something. No way. <laughs> Why is that? I don't know. This watch is wrong. This watch is right. So it's 12.14 on my medical watch. The reason for the two, two wrist watches, folks, is since my pace, <coughs> pacemaker is put in, 
I wear this wristwatch that tells me how many times a minute or a second my heart beats, how many steps I take, what my blood pressure is and what my temperature is, and, you know, and when I get an erection. There you go. And we want to say hi, Pat Grant just joined us. So what we're going to do, you guys, is we're going to get John B. on the phone. Hopefully he's going to be there. <clears throat> um, what we're going to do is play his new single. The name of the single is Priceless. And um, you're only going to hear it if you're listening on the radio part of the show, you guys, because uh, we don't want YouTube to shut us down. I'm glad everybody likes our shirts. And uh, – oh, wait, hang on. They just, I just got a message. And um, so we're going to call him and get him going. You know, everybody should write into YouTube <laughs> YouTube, and say to them, you have some nerve shutting down our show. You know, it's part of our show, the music, and we don't make any money by it. We don't even have sponsors. Jimmy and I don't make a nickel from this show. We work this show because we enjoy it, and it's good PR, and we get a lot of people out there famous, and that's our intent, to help people get ahead in the business. And I, it's, it's all good stuff. So why is YouTube being so fucky? And, and it's with everybody, though. It's not just yeah, us. Yeah, I know, but they should change it. If we're making money on the songs, I could understand that. But we're not. We play this music just to push it for the, for the performer, for, this, for the talent. So here we go, what we're going to do. All right, Rebel, you ready? What we're going to do, you guys, is play John B.'s brand new hit. The name of the song is Priceless. While we're playing it, um, while we're playing the song, we're going to get John B. on the line, and we should be live with him in just a cu couple minutes. So, Rebel, you, got re you ready, Rebel? Just I say am. yes or no. <laughs> yes, I am. All right, everybody, this is Priceless by John B. Enjoy. Doing, baby. Nine to five, driving you crazy. Let's go pull it up in a Mercedes. How about we take a trip to Cabo? Private jet, you go wherever I go. Spending money like you won the lotto. It ain't tricking if you got it, that's the motto. Show you something you ain't never seen before. It's real life, you ain't got a dream no more. Like you're running on We'll be gone until November Let your mama know What's in the cabana Sip the champagne Pull it up We ain't worried about a damn thing Girl, your son kissed body Drive me insane Baby, glad you got the You know what you got There's priceless
God, he sings my kind of music, not the other shit. Oh, great. All right, guys, we- everybody, we are back. We are live. All right, everybody, that was Priceless by John B. John, say something. Let's make sure we can hear you, and then I'll do a proper introduction. Hey, hey, everybody. Are you there? There you go. Check yeah, that's awesome. All right. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, multi-platinum, Grammy-nominated superstar John B. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you know what? You're my kind of music, thank God, because sometimes we have music on here I want to cry from. <laughs> but you're, you're my kind of music. I love, love, love what you do. Thank and I'm not so blowing much. smoke up your ass either. Yeah, Everybody, every, all, all, my, all the people out there know that I hate hip-hop, but I love uh, soul music and smooth Slick music. But she does do some hip hop too, but like. I like a few hip hops because. (laughs) A few hip hops. First, let me tell you, John. First of all, let me tell you, Ron, uh, even though he looks young, is 80 years old. uh, 80 years old in May. 80 in May. So so he is. So I'm from the days of of Frank Sinatra and Tony Bennett and Johnny Mathis. Yeah, he likes Johnny Mathis. You know, and it's come. I've I've been through like maybe five, seven decades of music, and I've loved every decade. Oh, mostly, yeah. mostly Motown was my Motown is my dream. Motown, I mean, I love. Oh, I love Motown. Every every piece of music Motown ever put out was sensational. Classic, I mean, legendary, absolutely, for sure. It's it's music not from the mouth. It's music from the heart. It's and from you the feel heart. it. Oh, that's yeah. that's the foundation of R and B for me is is Motown. You know. Uh, well, that's what I heard in your music, and that's why I love your music. Oh, I think thank- it. You know why? Because it puts you in a mood, a good mood. The other, the hip hop stuff gets me nervous. Like, what the fuck are they saying? And why are they speaking so fast? And how come they're not following the music? You know, I sang in my day in my shows, so I know how to work with music. And these people don't seem to care about the music. They just keep talking, and the music sort of finds them every now and then. And I find that most disconcerting. But anyway, yes, your music is good. No bullshit. Not trying to make you feel good. Uh, yes, I will definitely put your music in my car. That's like the Jimmy Star Show with Ron version, Russell be- version of like an Academy Award. You better believe it. <laughs> I have the very best in my car music. 
I mean, I've been stopped. I have a convertible. I drive an Audi convertible, Canary Yellow, TJ Roadster. And if I'm at a traffic light with the top down, always I have people in the next car saying, hey, man, who's that singing? That's really good. That's really great. I can't tell you how many times that happens with various performers. And I know when I play your music, I'm going to get one of those, hey, man, who's playing? And I'm going to say, I don't know. I forgot his name. so here's what we want to do first, it, first of all I, I, we didn't even introduce so this is ron russell he's yeah. our cool outrageous man nice about to town you, we nice have to a, talk a to you, we baby. have a chat room filled with we have a chat room filled with like people from almost every country represented so please just give a shout out to everybody in the chat room hello everyone thank you so much for being a part of today yeah it's, it's nice gonna be a lot of fun and, and and don't burp nice don't burp everybody. Do not burp because we have five million people watching. <laughs> don't pick your, don't, you don't pick your nose, scratch your balls, or burp because we have, we have five million people. So here's what we want to do then. Next thing up, first of all, everybody, you heard us play Priceless. Everybody needs to go on YouTube and watch the video. And also go to johnbworld.com because if you go there and hit videos, it's got all his hit videos, and you can see all of them in one place. You can see his tour schedule. You can follow at official John B on Twitter and you can see what he's going on. So I, here's the first thing I want to mention, because when I first saw the video for Priceless, which is a fabulous video, by the way, the song's beautiful. The video's beautiful. And dude, like, so you came out in 1995 and it's now 2020 and you don't look a day older than oh, now than you looked when you were in 1995. So then I was Googling you wow. and I saw... Wow, wow, his grandmother was 105 two years ago, and like she lived to 100, and at 100, and at 105, she looked like she was like like 80. And so you just got good genes. So when you're like 60, you're still gonna look like you're like 30. Oh man, that's too nice of you. Well, no, I, she's you're you're right about that. She is truly remarkable, my grandmother. And um, so yeah, if I if I'm praying that I have her genes and you know I can live that that amazing life that she's been able to live you know to be able to see is what everything that she's been able to see i mean and um to be as 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 coherent and there as she is um and she knows who's on top of the you know charts and she listens to the, you know what's going on in the scene with my music so she's not at all sort of like one of those those little ladies that stays you know in her bubble no she's uh she's absolutely kind of like a little too hip, but um, she surprises me. She always lets me know, <laughs> oh, I love this new song, you know, and she, she. That's why she's still alive, because she thinks young. And finally, after so many, yeah, you know, I, I wanted her to be able to witness something, you know, a current right now that I, uh, you know, I put out and, um, you know, and so this is a beautiful time for me to be able to share um, with my fans and my family and just everyone who's been rooting for me all these years you know it's uh, it's music it's from my heart and it's what i love so it starts with sometimes a drum beat it starts with sometimes a an idea for a melody in my head uh, there's all kinds of, um, where, where are you where are you from i was born in rhode island and i'm i moved to los angeles when i was uh, a young young boy and um, my parents you know relocated my father's a professor of music and taught music for 35 plus years out, out here at the, the college out here at Cal State LA and so uh, I grew up in a musical family and just you know it's it was 
I was sort of the black sheep of my family because I, I kind of went to the commercial side of music and no one could really show me anything as far as uh, the ropes of that and what that was to be in the music business or to, to aspire to want to be in the music business. So I had to kind of like venture off and find my own way. So I have to... Castel Lake, I love it. I lived in Stevenson Ranch, which is right below it. I used to go up yeah. to Mount, Mount Pinos. When it snowed, it was so beautiful up there. How do you like living up there? I would love to live up there. Um, I, I live in Los Angeles. I live in, in Pasadena, actually, currently. Oh, right oh okay. And and, um, and I was born in I was born in uh, Westerly, Rhode Island, basically, is where I was born. I used and, to go to Rhode Island when I was a teenager to the jazz festival. Yeah, so you know, I I actually every year now I get the honor of uh, well, so far for four years it's been I've had the uh, the honor of being a part of Jeffrey Osborne's golf. Oh, that's cool. Tournament that he has, a celebrity golf tournament. And it's right there in uh, Connecticut right there. So it's uh, it's a beautiful experience to be around like Smokey Robinson and some of the legends of R&B. Uh, you speak of Motown. I mean, it's, you know, it's pretty, you can't beat Smokey Robinson. And then, you know, as far as uh, like Johnny Gill, other, other people, you know, that I have, you know, hold in high regard. Jeffrey Osborne, I mean, he's amazing. So, yeah, just getting to rub shoulders with those kind of people out, out that, that way. Speak of uh, of Rhode Island and Connecticut. Yeah. I have, wait, I have a cool Jeffrey Osborne story. I had tickets to see Jeffrey Osborne. I mean, I'm talking like 20, 30, like Sorry, this connection right now. Uh, uh, Osborne, the so, so many of the Motown people, they are by far the classiest people. They dress beautifully. They have a lot of style and class, beautiful jewelry, nice and kind and warm and extremely gen generous. So oh, I have nothing but too. good to say about Motown. Everybody in the chat room is saying that you haven't aged a bit. All the women are writing about how gorgeous you are. And we have a lady named Teresa in there. She's from Florida. And she says, can you just pull your glasses off for one second so they can see your eyes? Because you're oh, so gorgeous. Oh, there you go, ladies. Uh, Check it out. Hello. John B. <laughs> it's really bright out here. <laughs> yeah, the women are, women, are, women are changing the batteries and they're vibrating. Yeah, now. they're like... Maybe I want to put these guys back. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Love. Married? You got He's kids? married with two kids. I didn't ask you. I asked him, Big Mouth. <laughs> oh, this fuck I work with drives me crazy. <laughs> oh, yes, so I'm, you're married? You got I'm kids? happily married 13 years. And uh, with two beautiful, beautiful little girls. Uh, one's five years old and one's 12 years old. And both are amazing children, and I have an amazing wife. So, yeah, amazing Good life, man. <laughs> Congratulations. I, I have two daughters, and they were wonderful. I raised them. Now one is 50, and one is 44 or 45. Oh. And enjoy, enjoy them when they're youngest. They grow very quickly. Like, man, my daughter is 50. Right I see it. I see it. I see your point yeah. right now just with mine. My 12-year-old is, uh, you know, it's... It's funny how time flies, man. I remember being as old as my five-year-old is right now. Exactly. And uh, the, the time just flew. 
but I think that's what's beautiful about having the second chance with my five-year-old is time is slowed, slowed down a lot with her because I'm just like, man, I'm taking it, yeah. taking it slow as I, possible. I, I'm, <laughs> I, there you go. I'm, that's I'm smart. Pla- I'm planning my 50-year-old daughter's 51st birthday next week. And I said to Leslie, I said, how could you be 51 when I'm 50? <laughs> Something went wrong in the math. <laughs> So I have a music question for you. I read I read on Wikipedia. You have a really good Wikipedia page. And by the way, everybody, check out johnbworld.com because he has a really nice website. Very easy to see everything that's going on. And he's got a bunch of tour dates coming up uh, in February and throughout February and March and some other dates. So check it out, johnbworld.com. I read on Wikipedia your early influences were Duran Duran, NXS, Marvin Gaye, Michael Jackson, Babyface, Prince, yes. and Sade. Now I have a question about two of it because number one – uh, Babyface is who you have your first big, you know, Grammy-nominated hit with, and you were assigned to their record label, you know. Yes. And so, how was that for you? Like having one of your influences, like kind of find you, discover you, help get you out, and then you have a huge hit with singing with someone who was an influence. Very, very surreal to think. Yeah, very, very surreal to think about, even to this day, to think about the order of events and how it happened. But um. I'm a firm believer in destiny and firm believer in, in God and, and that there's a plan for for everyone and that if you really <laughs> truly believe and if you put put your you know put your works you know to action, you know, put your ideas to works, you know, make make some action make some action in your life. Don't just have some great work that you sit on, but the thing that I had at a young age was a a, a, a relentless drive to to show people I wasn't just interested in being famous. I actually want to be the part of the, you know, the nuts and bolts of what made things the way that they were musically in the scene. So I wanted to be a producer. I wanted to be a writer. And so I was producing everyone early on in my neighborhood that I could, that wanted to get produced. He came over to my house. I had a keyboard, I had, you know, a track. I could put a demo together pretty, pretty professionally. For I love that. And so that was my early humble beginnings. But then I wanted to, expand and really get in the music business so you know my senior year of high school i was really diligent in and going down to hollywood and sort of like hanging out in the record company buildings and just really getting to know a and r's just by just hey man this guy won't leave he's i have to ask security <laughs> escort this guy at the building man because he won't leave you know this guy's just he's stuck here no no i was i was kind of like really like that kid you couldn't tell no because i was in your face like hey man you want to hear some really amazing, you know, R&B music and uh, um, hip-hop and whatever. Oh, God, sorry, not, not hip-hop. No, no, no. I'm just messing with you. No, I'm just messing with you. But, you know, this is this is uh, all around, like, I mean, everything that was happening at the 90s, in the 90s for me, musically, was so inspiring. Groups like New Edition, uh, you know, group uh, producer producers like Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis, L.A. Reed and Babyface, Teddy Riley, um, you know, these people were making the mark like it, it had never been in modern times in terms of, um, you know, at that age, I was, you know, a young man in high school and I was very impressionable and everything that was happening that was really major, like Bobby Brown or any, any you know, any um, successful R&B at that time, they were, the, they were the people behind it. And so I wanted my music to sound like their music and so 
when I would demo up songs and when I would make my songs, some of the sound selection that I would use for my drums, you know, some of the, um, that would, I would just literally sample straight off the drum from like a new edition record or from a Teddy Riley record, from a Babyface record. And so they, they became part of like my own understanding of music and how to produce. And so because of that, I felt it only right to go to Babyface and try to find him somehow and say, man, would you want to allow me to kind of get in there and be part of your production team, you know, somehow and, uh, and maybe co-write with you someday? That's my dream is to co-write with you. And um, he was like, well, he's like, let me hear your stuff. That's so amazing. That, 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 that's just amazing. He checked everything out and he loved it. You know, he checked everything out. And, and right away he knew it was a no-brainer for him. Like, I need to be, need to involve you with him. My first project I got to do, which I'm so honored to have been a part of, is After Seven, his brothers. Yeah, I've met them. And uh, God rest Melvin Edmonds. Uh, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, we lost him, you know, last year, and um, you know that was a hard blow for the Edmonds family and for me, uh, the extended family, and just someone who got to the pleasure and honor of working with him, you know. And uh, um, I'm a I'm a really good friend of Jason Edmonds, his son. So also, so yeah, man, um, that was a huge honor, man. The, the album Reflections I produced about five or six records on there, and um, actually, you wrote and produced a lot of stuff though, because I. I read that you wrote and produced stuff for Luther Vandross, Tony Braxton, Color Me That's Bad, right. which I'm I'm friends with all those guys from Color Me Bad, um, okay. as yet. And I also uh, I I know a big thing because if Michael Jackson was one of your influences and in that you remixed. Uh, the Michael Jackson song "You Are Not Alone" and that's not and you didn't just remix it. You were asked to remix it, which is a yes. there's a difference yes. between just remixing something and asked being asked to remix it. Yeah, it's a trip, man. I got to speak to him. We were actually managed by the same management company. And um, it was really special how it happened. Because uh, I got a call from Mike. And, you know, he just let me know that he really appreciated me doing it. And uh, that he loved what he heard. And I was just like, man, I would love to collaborate in any sense. So to be able to do this, you know, an extension, you know, get to getting to work with your voice in a sense. And then have you call me up. Thanks so much. And uh Later, I, I met him later at, at an awards show in in, in uh, London at the Brit Awards. Um, because of, we were, like I said, we were managed by the same manager. He was able to walk me backstage and I was able to see him. Check That's him cool. Out. You know what amazes me? Mm-hmm. You know? That's awesome. What amazes me to date is. But yeah, I'm a huge you, Michael Jackson you, you, you mentioned someone before that I'm a great fan of was Marvin Gaye. Today, oh, yeah. if, if they play Ain't No Mountain High Enough by Marvin Gaye and Tammy Terrell, I still scream and want to dance from it. Motown oh, yeah. never dies. Motown lives forever. That yeah. music will, will be classical 100 years from now. And Marvin Gaye, a very unfortunate man because of his crazy father, uh, yeah. was probably one of the greatest talents we've had back in the 50s. I think Marvin is really the... Um the epitome of swagger, you know, is, yeah. is, is if, if Frank Sinatra had a sense of this regal sort of um, the man who, you know, made you want to cry into your beer, as he said, you know, um, I would think that Marvin Gaye was sort of the man who, you know, who's just sort of like, 
he had the swagger to just romance the entire world. I mean, he really showed you what romance and and the belief in 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 love and a sense of like our gratitude for the female and wanting to cherish and sort absolutely of that, 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 and sense of, that sense of chivalry is what I want. I was looking for the word, but chivalry yes. I think is what Marvin Gaye was so. And he and he had a he had a wonderful velvety whispery soft voice. Now let me clarify out there for those of you. I made a statement about his crazy father. His father shot him to death because he was gay. So tell me about a crazy father. That father had nerve because he took away from millions of people the joy that Marvin Gaye could probably still be bringing us today. I hope they killed the father. Did they put him in the electric chair or something? Oh, that's man. terrible. That's sad, that's but also, though, story. we have to say, too, though, that you you got the whole swagger thing going on still. I mean, uh, I actually didn't realize how young you were when you first started. But either way, like you you look exactly the same. Your new video, which everybody needs to go get the new single priceless. Uh, the new video is amazing. You look amazing in it. The outfit, everything that you got going on, the beautiful woman, everything in it is, is super you, great. That was really that was a fun video to make. Oh, we froze. He froze. He, oh. He'll be coming back. When they're in a car, it's right fun. here on the cliffs of Malibu. My man hooked up, you know, helicopter, heli private helicopter service for that sort of just, you know, I really wanted to woo my 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 listener visually. Um, with the song, is a song about being, you know, a woman being wooed. You know what I mean? Or that sense of chivalry and a sense of like, you know, you're you're priceless and you really, you know, you ladies are priceless and you should always feel like. You know, you should have everything in the world. It's not a materialistic record. It's more, I'm not a lady. It's more about, like, it's, you know, for me, like, you know, like, yeah, that's how I flow. Because my lady knows she's priceless, you know. And, um, you know, and it's, 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 I got to speak it from my, my perspective. I mean, at this point, I'm, if I want to woo my, my lady at this point, it takes some big things. So I just, <laughs> no, I mean, that's not every. That's not everything, but I mean, you know, the materialistic things aren't aren't my goal in that record. What it what it really is is the goal is to let a woman know that, you know, she's worth a man, you know, obviously doing nice things for her, but beyond the, the nice things is like this should be everything. It should be raining down nice things because you're right. I, I agree you know, with I you. I don't I don't I don't I, feel like women really I totally, uh, value themselves enough, you know. And I feel well, like you know, they need you to know why Okay, hang on. You know, you know why they don't value themselves? Because I have heard rap music where the singer was singing, woman, I'm going to beat your ass, I'm going to slit your throat, I'm going to kill you, bitch, because you ain't nothing but a fucking whore. Now, that was in a rap song that I heard one day from somebody's car radio, and I couldn't help but yell back, you're a sick motherfucker <laughs> to want that music, and your girlfriend is in the car? In my day, we had lyrics. The lyrics were, stand there just a moment, darling, let me catch my breath. I've never seen a picture quite so lovely. Women felt special. Women felt that they were feminine, that a man was strong and masculine and she was weak and feminine, but she wasn't. She was always strong, but she liked being a woman. Today, women want to have bigger dicks than we do. They want to go out there and kick our ass. They want to put us down as much as they can. And I think it's dreadful. That's, that love today has become a contest. Men put women down, women put men down. And it's, 
so much in music. And that's one thing that's cool about your music is that you don't. It's romantic. You're chivalrous. It's, your music is and chivalrous. It's romantic. We need to bring romance back into the world. We have too I much pornography, so. too much I sex. I think right now, um, you know, the thing that is, you, you know, I, I'm one to believe that we, if we don't like brighten the atmosphere a little bit, um, things can get dark really quickly. So. I'm just gonna say on a lighter note, like I'd like to praise like the the youth of today and like all the creativity that's happening right now in the music scene. Um, being that um, music has changed tremendously from when I started, and I was very successful with music in the style that I made back in the '90s. But obviously now the style has changed in 2020. So and, and music has evolved and it has to. So if you don't evolve with the times and with the music, then you all of a sudden are known as sort of like someone who only can exist in the 90s. And as a creative being, I, I don't really feel like I, I should limit myself in that box. So I've always grown with the times and evolved with the times and allowed the sounds. And like I said, when I started, when I started telling you about Jimmy Jam, Terry Lewis and Babyface being an influence, the same way that I allowed them to influence me, I'll let a sway lee or a dj mustard or you know um a you know ty dollar sign of today influence i love ty I, dollar sign you know and i grew up and i grew up with ty dollar sign that's family you know and and the thing is like you know for me allowing their music to come in and influence me in a positive way is is a beautiful thing because i'm learning something all the time you know at 45 i don't feel jaded in any way by the music industry as cut throat and cold as the music industry has been get get I, your I, get your camera back on your face again because now oh, there you go because yeah. there you go and, and also you know music uh look at johnny mantis and and uh ask him if do you know who johnny mantis is of course yeah uh, and yeah. frank sinatra you know who frank sinatra yeah he is. definitely knows frank sinatra yes. and you know who marilyn monroe was of course okay <laughs> these people these people achieved greatness that's why 70 years later, their names are still being used, their songs are still being played, and her movies are still being shown. So I don't believe that it's a, a, an age thing. Um, we're, very yeah. good, we're very good friends with Cece Peniston. Peniston. Peniston, I call her Peniston. And, and her finally song. We play it on our show. People still love it. They want to buy it. How many years ago did CC do that song? You know why? Because she's classic, she's man. well, she's great, and I we love her to death. She's one of our sweetest friends, and she's still working all over the place. So I think if you are good, you will last time. Yeah, the crappy That's ones. Like with anything, man. I truly believe that with anything, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, crap work, art, you know, artifact work. My my cousin is a is an amazing. Um, he works with his hands with art and like making like glass work and blowing glass and just amazing like artwork. And that's to be revered as well. You know, anything, you know, I don't care what, what, how big or small you may perceive it, what you do creatively. As long as you make something from nothing, I have respect for you. And um, to be able to grow it as a business and turn whatever it is that you're into creatively into a business, that's a very hard thing to do. Yes, and it is. Alone, and let alone make your living doing it and continue to make your living doing what you love. That's 
that's not working at all. That's that's really just living living a dream is what it is. You know what I mean? Well, I think that you um because you've I think you have I think you have seven albums out, right? I stopped counting, man. Yeah. I, I think you have like seven <laughs> albums coming out and, and all your albums one thing about you, and I think your music has evolved. You know, every time you do something, it's different, but it still has. Yeah, but wait a second. Wait, wait. wait, hang on. His music has evolved, but his talent and voice is the same. No, it's the same. And, you, and you have a very distinctive his, voice. I mean, like 30 years from now, he may be singing some kind of weird shit for Mars, but his voice will still be That's the same. Right. So let's put it this way, folks. If you have a good voice, you will go on and on and on. But if you stink and you're a phony and you have electronics to make you sound good when you screw up, you ain't going anywhere. No, I agree with that. But I, what I was going to say before that's I was so... Hey, uh, that's hey, facts. That's facts right there. That's facts. Well, you can't auto-tune a ballad. You, you sing a lot of ballads and you can't auto-tune a ballad. You can either sing or you can't. Yeah, and when you sing I think, R&B... I think, I, I think auto-tune has begun... It's been around now for so long now, and the kids now have, were like sort of born when auto tune was, you know, if you're 20 years old now, you were basically born when auto tune came out. So right. You've never yeah, but, world, but you, but, but you've you never to, known, they've never known a world without auto tune. So here, let me just hear me out. This is what I'm talking about. There are two types of singers. There's the kind of singers who use it as a tool to make a texture that is pleasing to the ear that would be more than if they sang by themselves just without, just raw vocals, that would be like, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, then, and then they go, and they go, and they go, yeah, da, 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 da. And then through auto-tune, it sounds like that. You know what I mean? So let more power to them. My, my whole thing is like, whatever moves the creativity forward, I'm all for it because we can't stand still and no man is an island, and we can't keep patting ourselves on the back for what we're good at. It's more, it, I feel like the power and the wisdom is in passing a great, a great I, thing on. You know, I, I agree. On. I agree with that to a to a degree, but I also think that the people who really become successful, uh, because the auto tune is kind of like a gimmick, and I think the fact that you can actually sing is why you're still around 25 well, years well, later. Well, well, I think what it does is auto tune has encouraged people who normal, normally wouldn't try to sing. To sing, now, yes. Now, all of a sudden, now you got them trying. Now we're starting somewhere. And now I feel like... But it's bullshit. It's fake. <laughs> it's hey, fake. And you know, you know what? what? Let it's me, like let training me, wheels. It's like training wheels to a person with bike, me, let me you know, to ride a bike. You know what I let mean? Let me tell get, you something. Your, hang on, hang I, on. I get your point, but I don't really want to talk about whether auto-tune is fake or... Not. No, but that's, listen, that's to, me. listen to, me. Like listen to me. 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 You've got 10 men in a room. Five men have wonderful voices and five men need auto-tune. The five men with the wonderful voices just now lost the chance of winning because the five phonies came in with auto-tune. So talent means nothing today. It's all how mechanically you can sing. Okay? I'm a believer I, 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 of talent. I got your point. I, it's believe me. It's that's why we don't have to have the conversation. It's more for everyone else out there. This well, okay, your shut point, your mind down. Your it's point. okay with me. Anyway, well, what I was, uh, I want to go I, back to. I, I don't. I don't have an opinion about auto tune because I use it as a tool myself, and I can yeah, sing. But you have a so, voice. But it's, you it's, have a voice. You can sing with an open. But it's also mind. a style. It's, 
see with with music we use things as textures sometimes and as as effects you know what i mean because yes. we want to hear a certain a certain texture a certain way so maybe we want a more mechanical robotic texture to our voice and we want to add that to make it sound like it's 2020 and give it that sort of swag you don't that, do it on every feel right you don't do it on so every that's the whole thing and if you don't understand if you don't understand that because you don't listen to the music all the time and you know that that's like a fad that's more like a style that's happening just like you would put on a certain style of glasses that you normally wouldn't wear 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 50 years ago you do it now because it's 2020. It's the same reason why you would put auto tune on a voice or tune it up and make Hang it sound on, like well, thank, thank, God, thank God when you go to the opera, they don't use auto tune. <laughs> that they still have voices. So hold on, I want to go because this whole auto tune thing got off me off the whole track. Because my whole point of bringing it up in the first place was the fact that although your music has evolved and for 25 years you put out all these albums and the music is always great. And even though all the songs, they don't sound the same because you've evolved, but you can always tell your voice because you can sing. And so, like, I, I heard, when I heard Priceless, when I heard Priceless uh, the first time, I didn't know it was your song. Wait, a second. wait, wait, let me finish wait, my point. I, before I look, is there auto-tune in Priceless? No, I, no. I don't know. I, I, don't, know I didn't think so. I, thought it I was, don't know if there is or not. Do I, I don't think so. It sounds like him. Yeah, it, let's see. That's how he sounds. But my that's whole cool. point was, as soon as I heard the song... I didn't know who sang the song, so when I heard the song, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, you know, that sounds like John B., because I know your voice from all those years. And so then I Googled it, Priceless, who sings the song Priceless, and your name came up, and I was like, yeah, see, he's, he's, his music has evolved, but he still sounds like John B. I knew it, the voice immediately. There are very few people who sound like you, uh, and, and so like you have created a niche for yourself that stands you apart from everyone else, and I believe that that's one reason why you've been so successful in your career. And so that was my whole point. Of bringing but you up know, some people use auto-tune like Barbara Streisand. <clears throat> Barbara doesn't sing the notes she used to sing because she's 70. Uh, she's almost my age. You know, your vocals go. But she still sounds like Barbara Streisand. Now, we went to a concert. And we saw a performer singing, Frankie Valli. And he was hitting high notes that are not possible at his age. So when we went backstage to meet this, the backup singers, I said, okay, who's the you ghost? Really tell this story. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I, I said, who's the ghost? I don't like him. Who's the ghost for Frankie Valley? And the guy came forward and said, me. He hits the high notes. They turn Frankie's mic off and he hits the high notes. That's cheating the audience, I feel, in a way. But I didn't like Frankie Valen, whatever his name is, because he didn't give us an interview. He was cold. He was rude. He was above it all. He's like a guinea from Brooklyn who thinks who he is. I'm a guinea from Brooklyn, too, but I don't think who I am. And I spot these big shots, and I really don't like them. <coughs> don't throw your weight around, kiddo, because you were something once. I always say. But honesty is the best policy. Years ago, everybody sang to a clean, open mic. No echo, no nothing, no reverb, nothing. They had voices. We enjoyed the voices, the beauty of the voice. Today, if you use it for a technique, fine. But don't sound like you're a Martian from out of space with that that weirdness to it. <laughs> he never does that. All right, let's no, get off the auto-tune I'm not thing. talking about him. We're not talking. This guy has a voice. This guy don't need auto-tune. He does it to make his music today. I get that. I'm not stupid. But if he had to go out there and sing with a clean, open mic, he probably could do a great job. Yeah, I'm sure he can. Can you? Are we really having this conversation? Yes. No, we know you. Of course you can. <laughs> no, <move on> now. <laughs> no, 
No, well, we know you well, can. Okay, I'll, I'll, I actually met you, you know, like a million years ago at Y100 uh, in Miami, Florida. I'm talking like 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 20-something years ago because I used to be a celebrity clothing designer, and I used to dress a lot of people, and they would let me come in when you would go and play little little do little things at the show, and it was a lot of fun. So uh, the fact that like you're here now 25 years later, I think it's very cool. Your music is fabulous. It looks like you're almost at the dentist, and we're almost out of time. <laughs> And I want to close at one point. Opinions are our right. We all have a right to our opinions, whether we agree or disagree. It shouldn't be a feeling of anger or uh, a hurt. Uh, it's only an opinion. We all have them. There you go. So there you go. So I gave mine and you gave yours and it was a good show and I thank you so much. And yes, you can sing, so don't worry about it. You don't need auto-tune. <laughs> and all the women are still going crazy. Do you got any shows or anything you want to like give a shout out real quick of where you're going to be? Seattle next week. Oh, I'll be in Seattle next week? Tell me, Wifey, where am I going to be? Oh, let's say hi to Wifey. <laughs> Turn your phone over to Wifey. Let's say hi to Wifey. Hi, gorgeous. It's so nice to meet you. Your husband and you are a gorgeous couple. I Googled but you said online. We only have half a wifey. Can oh, we, yeah. Can, can we see all the wifey? Wait, put, 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 move the camera. There we go. Oh, there Hello, she is. gorgeous. It's so with nice the, to meet you. With the beautiful you. smile. With the beautiful smile. Uh, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. That's <laughs> right. Because somebody's going to throw a net over and steal it from you. <laughs> <laughs> Never. So anyway, you guys, go to johnbworld.com. Follow him on Twitter, at OfficialJohnB. We want to thank you for coming on the show. We wish you all the success in everything that you're doing. Everybody go out and get prices. And do you have a new album dropping anytime soon? Springtime is the new album. All right, you guys. So springtime. Hope to see you, man, uh, with this new single, man. Check out my new video. Priceless, as well as uh, Understand featuring Donnell Jones as well. Oh, that's so, a good one, too. I saw the videos. You, go, you guys can see all the videos by going to johnbworld.com. Click the video tab. It's the top video. You'll love it. All right, John, thank you love so your, much. Love your music. Love you your guys. style. Hey, you guys. Thank, thank you, you guys. so much. Have a good one. Have Take a great care. weekend. Thank you for a good Take show. Care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Peace. All right, Bye. everybody. Yay. Um, I need to hit one of them up because I'm really jealous now. I feel like in my field. So everybody was talking about how they loved his haircut too, in there. Like his, his I guess they call that a fade. But I it's think that he looks, he looks, he looks amazing though. Because like they want to phase my hair. I said fuck. No, you. no fade. Phase or fade? No, a fade is like when it's cut real short. Yeah, like a in, line. Our, in our day it was called a haircut. Okay. <laughs> like it's a new haircut. When I was 11 years old, I used to have my hair cut like that. I have pictures of myself in grammar school with the haircut they're wearing today. And I always told my mother I look like Adolf Hitler or a Nazi because they used to cut the sides so short and leave the top up with a big dip. You know, you had a you dip like, on the side. It. So listen up. Everything <clears throat> old is new again. So listen up, everybody. First of all, we're going to do a little like commercial. We want to thank everybody. We have a commercial. It's not a commercial. That's why I do it every week. Oh, you're talking about all, all the places that you can see us. So yeah. we, first of all, everybody, you can listen to us live every Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. or 3 to 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific Time on our home station, the fabulous W4CY Radio. We're also on K4HD Radio uh, in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, iHeart Radio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Apple Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify, 
Pandora. We're now on Pandora, everybody. Spreaker, Apple TV, and Podbean. We really appreciate it, though. If you're only going to go to one place, please go to iHeartRadio, as we've been in the top 100 podcasts five weeks in a row, I think, or maybe even six weeks in a row. And we're top 100 podcasts out of 750,000 podcasts in the world, so we really appreciate everybody's support. Um, going there. If you want to watch the show, you can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, YouTube, and soon we're going to be on Amazon Prime. Oh my God, that was like a whole mouthful. Um, look how nice I look with a face lift. Huh? Look how. Oh, yeah. No, it doesn't look good. <laughs> this hanging side. shit looks better. This hanging flap look. Nah, 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 nah. Look at this crap ha- happening. Hub, Re- Hub Reynolds Jr. just joined us. Hey, Hub, what's up? This oh, is true. Well. Hub, Hub has a junior? Well, no, his name's Hub Reynolds Jr. This oh, has always Hub. been his name. Look, half of the side looks young. The other half looks decrepit. Um, oh, I believe. No, I believe. Fuck you. I believe in facelifts. I think I'm going to get one as soon as I can afford it. Look at that, how nice that looks. Oh, you look fabulous. Get out of here. Look at this. Oh, wait, we have to get rid of this thing there. This okay. wrinkles. Look at this hanging, whatever this shit's hanging in my face. Look, the neck is hanging. The mouth looks distorted. Ugh. Age sucks. I hate age. Oh, B. Claudia is also in the chat room now. I didn't see her before. Hey, B. Hey, B's baby. in Germany. How are you doing, B? And when I spoke about Euro trash, I did not mean you. We love B. You're far from Euro trash. But you know, you, you know what Euro trash is. Anyway, Botox. Teresa Saban says Botox. Nah, Botox is not going to work. This needs lift because 80 years old, your balls hang, your face hangs, everything hangs. I like the way your balls hang. Must, must, you, <laughs> must you make comments on that, you homosexual fairy? Such a faggot he is. Fairy, fairy, Mary, fairy. Uh, Brennell says he's heading to Georgia. He got off the phone with a new movie producer, and they're going to make a story about him. Congratulations, Hub. That's fantastic. Can I play you a biggest fan? Of course, you can play his biggest fan. I want to be Hub Reynolds' biggest fan in the movie. There you go. Jumping and screaming and watching my face flap up and down. (laughs) So listen up, everybody. Anybody who's in L.A. who wants to do something for Oscar Sunday, Ron and I are going to be at the Su Wong Academy Gala. It's a big red carpet dinner. Watch the Oscars affair. If you want to get tickets, they're not inexpensive, but you can go to SuWongAcademyGala.com. We're going to be walking the red carpet along with a lot of cool people. Um, a lot of people that have been on the show. Jan Birch is going to be there. All of our Harley friends. Wallen, Sadie Katz, Miles Reef, um, Scott Page, Stephen Perkins. Uh, Every one of our friends that we've had on the show and on Facebook. It's going Joe to Kelly. be a bla- 70 of us. All good friends. So it's going to be a blast. We've never had 70 of us in the same room ever. It's a first. And I'm going as, because, you know, Jane Russell did Diamonds Are Girls' Best Friend. And I'm going as men, Diamonds Are Man's Best Friend. When you see the pictures, you will know why. Maybe I could tape my face it's up It's going to be a lot night. of fun. Also, our next Wait. guest, Ozzy Aziz, is going to be there. And Tawny Katane, if you guys remember her as the, the girl in all the White Snake videos and the beautiful girl who plays the love interest of Tom Hanks in Bachelor Party. And um, Could you tape my face up? No. How nice it looks on camera. No, you look fine. Just one the way side it is. looks like my father. One side looks like me. I hate age. Aging really blows. Also, a whole bunch of people from Clown Motel are going to be there. Besides Joe I Kelly, we I have Dave that. Bailey and Alyssa Leonard are going to be there. And Joe, feel better with your knee surgery. And Sarah French and Marcel oh, Walsh and Joe Netter from Blind. Beautiful Sarah French are going to be there. And, and, um, 
and and my sweet dear friend Joe Castro and Steven Escobar, who do special effects on a lot of it. Thomas Churchill, director Thomas Churchill is going to be there. Um, everybody we love, everybody we love. It's going to be like old home week reunion. And there's definitely a lot of us. I um, wish my ba- uh, Angie baby could be there, but next year, Angie baby. It also says. Uh, Oh, Tani is psycho, but I'd still hit it. <laughs> no, Irish, my uh, it says, Ron, stop it. You're gorgeous, and I don't think you need a face. Oh, bullshit. Who said then, that? Who uh, said that? Angela, who Joseph. Who said that? Who and, said that? And B. Claudia said, don't change any of your looks as I love who you are and your amazing look. It's just perfect. I hate both of you, all of you who are saying that. I want this gone. This shit's got to go. Look how nice <clears> that looks. Don't no, give me that. so fabulous. Oh, please. Give me that. Look at that. You clean. don't need a facelift. They're it's all a, saying you don't need a facelift. It's not a facelift. It's it's just a little tightening. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta like love. You know it. when you're on camera, how would you all like to be on camera every week for two hours? You know you watch yourself grow. I'm on this show now almost nine years, and if I look at shows nine years ago, oh my God, have I aged in nine years? It's terrible being on a show weekly, forever. Now, I have two movies coming out, and God forbid what I look like in those movies. You already know you look fabulous. No, I'm not. Which, by the way, February 18th, everybody, Clown Fear is going to be available. You'll be able to buy it in all the stores and all the download sites. Ron's got a role in it. And then sometime soon, Big Frickin' Rat is going to be coming out also. So uh, two movies that he's in. And if you want to see some of his earlier works, you can get Croker. It's Please. probably on eBay. <laughs> why, why, why must you? See, you do something nice and then you become an evil fucking queen. No, that's just... No, you're an evil queen. Now you got to bring up Croker. I was good in Croker. Yeah, you're good in it. The films was not. Well, good. anyway, I, my performance is good because I was a vintage actor. But everybody in that film, he picked up in the street as he walked around. You want to be in a movie? You want to be in a movie? None of them were actors, so they didn't know how to act. Now, my performance looks like it's a show-off performance because I'm the only one that's good. And I'm not saying it to be narcissistic or conceited, but the fucking truth is the truth. The picture's not good. The dialogue was hideous. Um, I had to almost rewrite all my lines because uh, the lines were not like a guy from Brooklyn, you know, a cop from a tough cop from Brooklyn. They were more like a sissy Mary from Pittsburgh. Anyway. You got like funny, but we had fun with it anyway. Maybe I should have a nose job too. <laughs> Maybe I get rid of the ball on the end of my nose. Look at that ball on my nose. I never had that, you know. When I was young, I had a very sloped little nose. Now I got what we call in Italian una patata. A patata is a potato. Now I got a big potato at the end of my nose. It's fabulous. How would I look with a nose job? Oh, I look like the Phantom of the Opera. Look at that. I know someone that looks like this, like an anteater. You anyway. don't look like an anteater. You, everybody, listen up, everybody. And like he's like, hey, we're all our he, own worst enemy. How many own, of you women look in the mirror and say you're fat when you're really not? Anyway, I'm so happy to say that I fixed all the seating at the Oscar party, and my Sadie Katz is sitting next to me, and I can't wait. To hug my little Sadie, I love her. Who's on the other side? Oh, they're side talking about yes, the dogs are behind you, Miles. Oh, Miles is up. I'm I'm between Miles and Sadie. I don't know. Well, you can be next. No, to No, you got to put Sadie. Ozzy will be next to you. Ozzy's coming on next. Oh my God, I got Ozzy to the right and Sadie to the left. Am I in my heaven? I just hope they don't turn quickly and knock me over with their tits. 
It'll be a lot of fun. We're going to call Ozzy in five minutes, so we have to talk. Ozzy! Ozzy, we also, love you guys, Friday night we're going to see Agramon's Gate. It's the world premiere of Agramon's Gate, the movie starring Jan Birch, who was on last week. Who looks it's, incredible. It's Harley, Wallen's, it's Harley Wallen's film, and it also stars Laureen Landon. My other one of our favorites. Who's Ian. not coming to our Oscars because she goes to a different Oscar party. Yes, but if she, she were coming to our party, I would have Sadie to the left, Ozzy to the right, and Loreen on my face. Yeah. Sitting on my face. It's going to be fabulous, though, you guys. So Agamon's Gate, we're going, <laughs> excuse me, to Beverly Hills. Yes, darling. To, Beverly, uh, Beverly Hills, to see a, the premiere. darling, to hobnob with the snob. And if you go on YouTube, you can type in Agamon's Gate trailer, and it'll come up, and you can see it's going to be a great movie, and we can't wait to go see and, it. And Jan is really scary. Yeah, Jan Birch is really a talented I mean, they actor. Made, they made him look like, I can't give the plot away, but they made him look ugly and old and evil and wicked. And we want to congratulate uh, Angela Joseph, who in the chat room is Jane Doe, because she just uh, signed. Why is she Jane she's, Doe? She's, I don't know, because that's her character name in Clown Motel. She's the, you don't, they don't know who she is, so she's Jane Doe. What do you mean they don't know who she is? Because she's a dead... You know, tell, tell a knee job... I didn't get my script yet. When do you want to give me my script? It'll come. Anyway, hang on. I'm going back. Knee, knee job is Joe. Joe Kelly, because he's having his knee operated on. So we're going back, though, to uh, to, to Angela. I want to give her a shout-out, because she just finished filming in, in Denver the film Compatible um, with Which Joe they Kelly. Did. They shot it in seven days. That one i got to see. It's going to be fantastic, and we want to congratulate her, because she just signed on to a, um, with a manager, a new manager, and a three-picture deal. Uh, that she's doing with Joe Kelly, so we want to congratulate both of them from Sumner Twins' talent. Well, I don't know what you're doing, honey, to get three picture deals, but I do the same thing with Jimmy. I know, get... she says Jane Doe is alive. Oh, well, Jane Doe's somebody in Clown Motel, though, I know that. <laughs> and Which, she says soon. The, the Clown Motel we saw, or two? Clown Motel 1. She was in Clown Motel 1. Where was she in Clown Motel She's one? in it all over the place. Oh, go away. Oh, my God. Angie Baby's in Clown Motel 1? Yes. What was I, in a coma that night? Yeah. I don't remember Angie Baby. Oh, wow. How could you miss those tits? Anyway, she says thank I mean, she you so much like for her congratulations. Z. Her, her bra side is 99Z. She's you in know, it at different she stages she of life, so her daughters are in it. Wait a minute. Her, the younger her, her. her tits come on camera before she does, you know. Yeah, I love she it. walks forward. You see her tits, and then gradually you see her. Angie, where are you in Clown Motel One? Well, anyway, did she you wear have to a wig watch or something? Again. Was she like a blonde or something? And she's at the end. Her daughter is the younger Jane Doe, and she's the older Jane Doe. Like in the I have no that shows over time. You know what? Yeah, I need my brains checked too. I'm losing it. I'm really losing it. They say watch it again. We're going to be seeing it many times because watch we're going to Watch it again. It. I couldn't sit through it the first time. I was in agony. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ. Good thing it's a comedy. It's, I mean, that scene where that guy is banging the... I mean, really now? Come on. That was the best. I know. That's why the movie is a hit. It's selling all <laughs> over Europe. Biggest, Biggest indie hit. horror film of 2019. I got to tell you, folks. Go get, go get Clown Motel. You're going to love it. It's all over the world. It was a super-duper surprise to everyone because everyone that saw it thought, eh, it's an okay film. Some people thought, eh, it stinks. Some people said, I love it. Well, the world loves it. It's all over. It's selling big time. Uh, all those crappy stores, like what are they called? Those stores, Margate, what are they, what are they called? Target. Target. Wal Target, Walmart. Walmart. Those stores are sold out. They're in their third pressing of the movie. You guys, the movie is actually got some phenomenal parts to it. It's a lot of fun. And it was the number one independent horror film of 2019. 
which means it's a big hit. So uh, everybody. And I am very it. proud to be in. Uh, Clown Motel Two, and and Jane and Jane Doe says Hammy's going to get you, Ron. <laughs> oh, Hammy, please! I, you know, I think back at the film and I start to laugh because if you sit there and think it's a classic horror film, you're wrong. It's a cl- classic spoof and a camp on horror films, and people have to understand it was that. So much fun, but I don't think they, that their PR people got the word out that it's a campy film. It's a fun film. You're going to enjoy every minute of it because it's full of, well, I didn't care for a lot of the gore. You know, sometimes it's chopping up people's not my thing, but it was done in such a way that you weren't uh, repulsed by it. Please go out and rent or buy Clown Motel 1. No, it's called Clown Motel Spirits Arise. I when, think. when did they add the Spirits It's Arise? always been that way. Well, I never know. It just goes by Clown Pot Town. Well, anyway, go by fucking Clown All right, Motel. so we're going to call Ozzy now. Um, and see what we can, what we can do. So, so go ahead, Scotty J. We're not playing any music or anything. Let's just call her. You guys, this is Ozzy Aziz. She was, I'm not sure, but she was one of the first guests we ever had on the show. Um, before me, BR, before Ron, oh, this wrinkled fucking face. I can't stand it. Can I do the show holding my face back? (laughs) No. I'm going to no, tape next week. I'm taping. That's where you, they have invisible tape you put here. And then you pull it back and you tie it behind your head. All the stars do it. And look how nice. I'm taping. I'm not. I'm never showing this wrinkled, ugly old fucking mug again. Look no, they nice. say no, Ron. They look say how, no, Ron. Oh, fuck you. Mind your business. <laughs> look yeah. at this. Look Ozzy's how, asking for a few more minutes. She's oh, putting okay. her face on. Speaking of faces, she's putting her face on. There well, we go. She's really jacking up her knobs with her push-up bra. She's got like the biggest boobs ever. She's, so you guys, I'll tell wait, you. Let's talk about her body. I mean, my daughters love her. They're very good friends. Ozzy's good friends with both my daughters. And my daughters said, out of all of the beautiful women in the world, Ozzy has the best body. There, if she ever took the test, there's not an ounce of fat on her body. She works out 100 times a week. She eats healthy food. Well, she's a yogi. She owns an island somewhere, which is a health farm. She's the most fascinating, interesting, beautiful woman, and I can't wait for her to come on. And she has a studio called The Wellness of Oz Yoga right. Meditation and Workshop Studio in Burbank, California. So if you're having trouble with dieting, go there. She'll help you out. I wish she could pull my face back. You never know. How come, all of, how come out of all of our friends, we don't have a plastic surgeon? I don't know. We don't we have to go. For... We don't need one. Look at you. You're the most gorgeous thing oh, on the planet. Jimmy, you Everywhere are... we go, he gets hit on you guys. I don't mean just they like... do that because <clears throat> they want to make the old guy happy That's before not he kicks true. the ball. They think I'm going to die any day. Uh, no, and they make don't. me happy. You guys, guys, it doesn't matter where we go. He gets hit on by men and women everywhere we go. Everywhere, not just like once in a they while. They don't hit. Sometimes on... it's like ten people no, in a day no. in Jimmy, a night will Jim, hit on him. What Jimmy calls hit on is a compliment. Okay, they yeah. They look at me and they say, oh, you're 80 and you're not pissing and shitting yourself? They don't yourself. know you're 80. They just go oh, up to you and, and say you're and, gorgeous and, and you then s- you tell them you're 80. And and you still can <clears throat> see and you still can walk at And 80. you should see the pig, gay pig men in like the grocery stores who like lick their lips when he walks by. It's terrible. What pig, what pig men in the grocery store? All the different pig men. Everywhere we go, grocery store, Lowe's, oh, Home Jimmy, Depot. A, I don't know what world. They like, all like go by him. They lick their, they grab their crotches. They lick their tongues. They do all kinds of shit up for him. Like, it's not even You know funny. what? If Jimmy did drugs when he was younger, I would have said he's a burnout. But I can't <laughs> yeah. even say that. So what I can say <clears throat> is he's just mentally ill. I am not mentally ill. You know it happens. You just don't want people to know it. No. Now, if I look like this, maybe a little bit. No, he gets younger people hitting him up, too, Teresa. She says younger people will hit on you. When we were in, 
When we were at Nam going up the escalator, the three girls were screaming at him how gorgeous, and they couldn't have been more than 25, and they were like gorgeous supermodel-like hot girls screaming at how gorgeous he was. He loved it, too. He loved every minute of it. <laughs> no, I didn't. You know what? I didn't know about it till I got on the <clears throat> bottom, and I think Eileen or somebody told me. I thought they were screaming because they were just crazy. No, they were screaming because they, they were screaming, look at you, you're so gorgeous. I know, but I turned around and looked <laughs> behind me, and there was a very unattractive person behind me. Yeah, but so you know they weren't talking about them. They were talking about you. And if my face was taped, they would have really screamed. <laughs> they would have thrown their bras at me. <clears throat> they probably would have done that anyway. I'm taping next week. Look, Jimmy, I'm never putting this face on the air with the wrinkles. Look how nice that looks. But you can try it. And Jimmy, for my say. 80th birthday, give me a facelift. Well, Somebody, so 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 listen up, anybody out there. I've got twelve movies I'm working on, anywhere from a million and a half to fifteen million dollars. And if you want to be a producer and invest in a film and give me some money, um, then I'll get paid and I can get him a facelift. So let's see if we can do that, everybody. And a nose job. The end of my nose is too <laughs> fat. I want the end of my nose made thinner. It looks like a bulb. A bulb. You know who I look like, Mr. Magoo. Remember Mr. Magoo, oh the God. cartoon character. I didn't like Mr. Magoo, but I liked Leslie Nielsen playing Mr. Magoo because Leslie I love, Nielsen. I love Mr. Magoo cartoon. <laughs> he used to fall all over in doors bang. He was a fabulous guy. I can't stand these wrinkles. I used to have a Mr. Magoo doll, action figure. I think I did too. But Mr. Magoo, you guys should watch the movie with Leslie Nielsen. He's so gorgeous. It's not even funny, and he's funny. I would ask out if I let. Well, that's because you're a sick fruit. I mean, you're a sick old queen. I would have loved to meet him. I, he couldn't care. I got on a shirt with jockey shoes and slippers, and he answered the door. I asked. He said, "No, I'm never dressed." You know, I thought that's interesting. I said, now, should we all take our clothes off? But I don't wear under. And he said, if you want. I had been there and in a I second. And I declined. <laughs> you know, you discussed. Well, you know, when they if talk I was single, I would have been there in a second. You know, when they talk about degenerate homos, they must be talking about, about me. You. Oh, well. Yeah, so Dave Hughes homo. says he was actually told once that he was looked like Tom Cruise from behind. Then he wrote, probably because we're both only five feet four. <laughs> Who said that? Dave Hughes. Dave, stop it, Dave. Dave is so nice. Dave's fabulous, but it is funny. Does, does, does this look stupid if I just sit there holding my book? <coughs> this is what I'm going to do from now on. Look, no, those of you that. who are watching can see what I'm doing, and you've got to agree with me. It's much better. Mm -mm. Jimmy, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. That's right, you. you want me old and ugly, so All nobody, the chat room so nobody will take it. you away from me. They're not going to take you away anyway. Yes, they are. No, Dave Hughes is laughing, though. I got news for you. If Dave Hughes put a pass, I'd move to England. Because Dave Hughes is a degenerate, too. Jane Doe says, Joe Kelly is monitoring this is monitoring this conversation and said to Ron, he does not get on his knees, laugh out loud. I don't even know when you said that. I I, Joe, I never said that, Joe. <laughs> no. Joe, though, Joe, no, we were talking about Joe just had knee surgery, everybody, yesterday. <laughs> Joe Kelly from Clown Motel, so we hope you're... Uh, Actually, we hope you're doing well in your recovery. I today. have to be nice to Joe. Joe and I are, in, and I both are in a movie coming up when we get our scripts, where we both play uh, newscat. Now, what do we play? No, she said you called him Knee Boy. <laughs> no, I never called him Knee. Did yeah, I? you did. Uh, uh, you know what, my that mind. That was about his, but you were talking about his operation. Yeah, 
Oh, how dirty those two pigs are. That Angie Baby and Joe Kelly slobs. Really dirty, slobby pigs. I can't wait to be in you their company. You guys know Joe Kelly, too, because he was in A Star is Born with uh, Lady Joe Gaga. Kelly is my next husband. He is a six-foot-three, gorgeous, well-built, handsome, adorable, sweetheart of a kind, gentle, innocent boy or man. How old is that guy? I think he's like 30. 30? He looks. He looks like 21. But anyway, he is he is a really good looking guy. And he he's going to ask Joe Kelly's going to be with us at the Oscar yes, party on Sunday. And, Su Wong and, Academy and, and, Gala. And I hope he, he proposes to me at the Oscars. No, you're, he's not going to propose to you. You never know, bitch. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Look how nice that looks. <clears throat> anyway, yeah, Joe Kelly, get better with your knee, baby. He was in a bad auto wreck and it fucked up his knee. And Joe Kelly's a jumper and he uses that right leg, I believe, to jump. And he's un- unable to do so. I mean, he's a jumper. What's that mean? I, mean, I thought he was a paramedic or something. No, he's time. a jumper. When he sees me, he jumps oh. all over me. No, no, no. <laughs> he's a runner and a jumper. You know, they run and they he's jump an over the, the fence. Anyway, he can't run and his knee is screwed up. So now they're giving him an operation. He on had it knee. yesterday. So I wrote on Facebook, Joe Kelly having an operation. They're removing three inches from his nine inch penis. I know. I'm sorry. They, they're removing three inches from his 12-inch penis, and now he only has nine inches. That's what you should have now commented. Now they're saying, "Oh my God!" And now she said he's laughing very loud. Oh, Joe. <laughs> yeah, and everybody says they love the conversation. Hey, Joe, wait a minute, Joe. <coughs> Joe, you didn't read my fucking Facebook comment. He might not have been on Facebook yet. He's oh, in the well, hospital. He's laying in a hospital. What is he doing? Jerking off and no. watching Facebook. What else is there to do <laughs> in the hospital? Uh, you didn't read that about. You had they well anyway. It was a joke. It's a joke. You know, I wrote about uh, them painting X's on our doors in Palm Springs if we have the flu, and one of my people said to me, "Ron, is that true? Are they real?" I said, "Honey, are you sick or what? It's a joke. Ha ha ha! Don't you know how to laugh? People take everything I say seriously." Take 90% of what I say not seriously. Oh, no, here she comes. Look, it says he's the, on my Facebook wall. She's in the dark. My internet, I'm trying to get light, and this is not working. Are you? Am I too dark? Yeah, we can't even no. see you. Un- take, your, take your brassiere off and let your nipples light. Oh, look, I have a see-through top on. Open up the blinds let, on your window. Let, let, I tried that, and then I'm really black. Let me walk around. I'm in a hotel room, so, so it's kind of no. dark. This way? Keep going. It's getting better. Now we can actually go, see go that. In the, go in the bathroom. Sit on the john. That's where you'll be comfortable. Sit on the toilet. All right. We'll sit on the toilet. <laughs> and turn the bathroom. We're doing around. interviews from the toilet. This is hilarious. <laughs> One sec. Yeah, he's sure so to... Aussie. Let me plug it in. Hang on. Hang on. Don't look at my messy bathroom in the... In the uh, wait. I'm sitting on the toilet. Why are you... <laughs> why, are you in the t- why are you in a hotel right now? Because I'm not home. Why not? Okay. So everybody, this is Ozzy. Wait, wait. Before you introduce, I have to say something. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you more. I miss you. My daughters love you. When are you coming back to Palm Springs to give us another evening of pleasure and joy? Whenever you want me to. Whenever you want, fuckface. You don't have to wait. Just come and tell us you're coming. So I bought the most sexiest gown yesterday. For our event, wait until you wait. see it. You're not going to keep your hands off me, Ron. You're going to go nuts. I, I never do, and you're sitting next to me. <clears throat> so if I, drop, if I drop my napkin on the floor and suddenly my head's under the table. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's beautiful. How are you, Jimmy? I miss you so much. I'm good. I, I miss you. Hold on. We have, to, we have to do an actual intro because we haven't had you on. So here we're going to go. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Jimmy Star. We want to welcome Ozzy Aziz to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Ozzy's one of my oldest friends. We've known each other forever, and she still looks the same as she did 25 years ago. She's fabulous, and uh, you guys are all going to love her. So welcome to the show, Ozzy. Hi guys! Hi everyone! How are you? And I feel I feel sorry for all of our five million viewers who are not her friend, because if you were, you would be getting such a gift. Uh, There are so many people in our lives. Some are sincere. Some are full of shit. Some are phony. Some are users. Some are real friends. (laughs) Ozzy is one of the, the the most wonderful people you'll ever want to meet. Her heart and her soul is really cleansed. She's just one of the purest people I know, and no smoke up your ass and no bullshit, because I don't do that. If I don't like you, I don't even talk to you. But Ozzy, uh, I met years ago through Jimmy, and she stole my heart. And I told Jimmy, two people I want next to me, or I don't go to the Oscars. I want Sadie Katz on one side, and I want <laughs> Ozzy on the other. And I got my way. Yay! You and guys wait gonna... until you see my outfit. You're going to be going crazy. Well, because the tits are going to be hanging out half see-through. I can imagine what it is. It's long. It's fabulous. It's classy, but sexy all at once. Color. It's just beautiful. Color. And, and it's completely skin tight. So... It's not going to be Yogi Ozzy. It's going to be going back to Entertainer Ozzy. Exactly. <laughs> We're going to have a good time. Seven, <clears throat> 70 of our, of our friends are going to be there. People I we got know 70 like. people invited to this So thing. we're going to party away. I mean, the rest of them could be jerks. We don't give a shit. But we are 70 people. We are going to wreck that room. We are going to party away. We are going to be absolutely outrageous because all of the nuts are coming. We don't have normal friends. We have eight tables. Yeah, and we don't have normal friends. All of our friends are a little bizarre or unusual. And you're on our table. And you're at our table. (laughs) So it's going to be a lot of tits and ass. All the girls that are coming are actresses that are in the movies we do. They all have beautiful bodies with big tits and big asses. And they're going to be wearing next to nothing. Who's competing with who? Like whose nipples are sharper than the other ones? But anyway... (laughs) So Dave Dave Hughes is going to have a heart attack when he sees the pictures. Because Actually, already, Dave Hughes has been in our chat room since the show started. Practically. He's a pervert. He's so a pervert. he knows who you are and you and Sadie Katz he loves because like for the last 20 minutes, he's like, where's Ozzy? Where's Ozzy? When are you bringing on Ozzy? So say hi to Dave because he's a he's a total whore woman magnet. If, if you, hi, if you, love. How are you? Are you, are you going to be there on Sunday? He's in the UK, he's unfortunately. In the UK. Well, I'll be in the UK in a month. Hello. Well, <laughs> you should go see him. He's, he's crazy. He is a sex fiend. If it weren't for all the girls that come on our show, he would never masturbate. It's only because of that that he masturbates a lot. Yeah, he loves all of them. So. He loves all of them. All you got to do is show cleavage and he comes. I mean, it's amazing. Talk about quick, quick, <laughs> two-second Charlie. <laughs> So, really- so wait, well, I want to hear my honey. Tell me now, since we saw you last in my living room, what's been happening? Well, these retreats, these international retreats, um, things have just blown up. So the healing center is being built now on the island of Cyprus. The retreats are fabulous. Did you see my little videos that I had made of the yes. last one? I saw, yes, them. I saw them too. 
Yes, and um, and then I have a couple of uh, celebrity clients that I work out, but I, I can't, I'll tell you guys those names in secret. Otherwise, if I say them online, I'm going to get my butt kicked. Well, but, um, quite rightfully so. <laughs> I have to make them look fabulous like me. They keep saying, why don't you ever age? Do you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, well, let me give you my little Aussie secret. No, but then my- you- you guys don't age too. You've looked the same for the last four hundred years as well. Like, what is wrong with us? Yeah, but, no, but wait a minute. We don't have we don't have your body. Uh, <laughs> my daughters, both Leslie and Deirdre, say that Ozzy Ozzy has the best body they've ever seen of any of the beautiful, glamorous girls we know. There's not an ounce of fat, flab, or anything on your body. Your body is as sculptured as an eighteen or a seventeen-year-old. You're the one that works out. Granted, you never had children, which fucks up your body. But what a lot of women say, you know, it stretches out. And Whatever. That's an excuse. I work with pregnant women and I get them back into shape. Well, they there could, you go. Uh, one woman said she had triplets in her uterus. She tripped over her uterus. But, <laughs> you know. So you have a body of death, the face of heaven, and the personality of an angel. So how come you're not married? Because I don't know. I'm sorry if this is offending any LA boys, but there's they're, they're princesses. I need a man in my life, not a princess. <laughs> I'm a queen. The queen can't be with a princess. Also, though, Ozzy has a thing. She she doesn't like she doesn't Stop like that. pinky pit dicks. Don't even go there. <laughs> Do not, do not even go, I'm Jimmy. Certain, some people, Jimmy, have stop things. it. I'm not saying who. J- don't, don't even. It's not us, by the way. Yeah, it's not us. But Jimmy, don't even go there because he's a sweet guy. No, no, it. I'm not talking about any one guy. I'm saying she's dated lots of guys. I've known her for 20 years. She's had lots of guys that she met, and after she saw the pinky dick, it didn't work. That's oh my all. God! If my dad is watching this, I'm so dead. <laughs> Well, first of all, everybody, I want to give everybody a quick, a, a, a little history because Ozzy was one of the first guests we ever had on the show, and she's fabulous. So I met Ozzy in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. She was a recording artist with Bon Jovi Records, and I had a big clothing store, and somebody brought her in to meet me, and we became fast friends right away, and we used to dress her for all her performances all around the world. Um, she had, you had at least one. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I have to correct something. You you were saying performances, and you screwed up. You said porn performances. No, no, performances. Yeah, de- I definitely didn't do porn. No, no, I she didn't asked, do porn. I didn't. She, she did not do porn. No, she, she, she was a performer, you guys. She was a, she's No, but a, you said porn, and then you went to perform. Oh, I don't think I did, but yes, anyway. Yes, you did. Watch, right. watch the video. Either way, she's a performer, you guys. She was a billboard. She had a billboard hit that hit the top of billboard. That was Let Me Be, right? Was that yeah, like it hit, it hit, was it 36 or 38 on the Billboard charts? Something yes. Like, I, um, in 2006, um, I was the two in, like, in the Turkish charts, I had two hits in the top 10. So I've recorded all over the world and filmed all over the world. Yes, and you knew me back then. And, then, and she did a movie. This is all before she became now like the world-renowned like Yogi. Before that, she did a movie called Beckles Tears, and it was the first uh, movie on women's rights, and it was shot in Iraq, and she had to go to Iraq with guards and everything and, and learn the, the language just for the, her script. And it was an award-winning film. It got invited to cons. Uh, it was like a really big deal, and she's the star of that film. 
And then... And the Dubai, the Dubai International Film Festival as yes. well. I was there, yeah. And then yeah. we did a movie called Phoenix Falling that I don't think ever came out, but we shot a, a kiss scene where she was like my girlfriend and we kissed each other in the movie. And you can see, if you go I on saw YouTube, that. you can see it. I saw the clip. It's fabulous. That was my first ever online kiss and it was with Jimmy. Well, well wait a minute. Let me comment on the <laughs> on, kiss. On, yeah. let, me, let me comment on the kiss. If I didn't know Jimmy was a raving homosexual... I would have known he was by that kiss because that was a homosexual kissing a sex goddess. Now, if he were a straight guy, that kiss would have been believable. But that kiss was like, good night, mommy. I go, no, no, no. No, it was not. But it wasn't supposed to be. I like... mean, if I were going to kiss Ozzy, my tongue would have come down her throat and out her ass, you know? I... Listen up. If you guys get... So everybody go on and type in Phoenix Falling Jimmy Star and, like, look at the kiss and watch and let me know what you think. I don't think it, it was, was the bad. worst. It was a homo kiss. It was, I mean, Jimmy kisses me better than he kisses you. <laughs> yeah, but I kiss you with tongue, not her. That was you don't that's because he needs to go. Guys, I, don't, I mean, I have bigger balls than most men I know, right? But I don't have a penis. I do not allow That's tongue lie. in my mouth. That's a lie, Jimmy. You know that. It's not true. Uh, actually, Angela says she agrees with uh, with Ozzy, too, on the L.A. Princesses. Best analogy ever. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> Angie, babe, Angie, baby. You did okay with one prince. Anyway, so then Ozzy did a movie called Curse of Mesopotamia, you guys, with Luan. And I was also uh, Beckles Tears for that. And what was that movie? You were a vampire or something, right? I had two roles in that. Um, so so there were five lead roles, and each lead, leading role had two main characters. There was one present day and one 500 B.C., right? And it was a horror movie shot in Iraq. That was shot in Iraq, too. I've actually filmed three movies in Iraq. And that last one, we almost couldn't leave Iraq. ISIS hit the town. We heard bombs, and then they closed the airports. It was holy shit, pretty, pretty crazy. Yes. Well, yes. Wait, I did a lot of like work in the Middle East because I look Arab. So I mean, I have that look where I no, but you speak Arabic. You speak. Well, Arabic. no, I learned it for the movie. I speak Turkish. My parents are from Cyprus, from the Turkish side. So yeah, is Turkish anything Turkish, like? Is it is Turkish no. anything like Arabic? No. How to yep. sing in Arabic, and I had to learn scripts in Arabic and Kurdish for the movie. Yeah, I, I could never learn Arabic. I'm lucky to learn English. I still speak. <laughs> 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 well, listen, you guys. So then, after that, Ozzy, as after Ozzy did all those things, then she moved to LA, and I was still in Florida. And she met Frenchie, which we've had on the show twice. And then she did Frenchie's music video, I Want to Get Naked, which is the worst video ever. <laughs> Frenchie I, is the I, I didn't want to do it, but I had to do it because she was my friend. And I was like, oh, man, I've but, never been like a side father know, so someone. It's a very campy <laughs> video, and I don't think you did bad by it. Because yeah, Frenchie is so out of her mind that you have to really look at it and love every minute of that. <laughs> The, the lyric is the best. She keeps singing over and over again. I want to get naked. I want to get naked. I want to get with a French accent. That's all she does with her gigantic boobs. <laughs> Dave, listen to this. Her boobs hanging out and her G-string is nothing but a clip cover. Yeah, so you like will it. love it. Yeah, just Google it, Dave, in case you've never seen it. I want to get naked by Frenchie Morgan. Oh, Dave, She's a reality show. You may have a heart attack, Dave, so don't watch it. She's a reality show And star. then Ozzy comes in half nude carrying on. I mean, really, this is a whack-off video. So you guys <laughs> out there, if you're looking for... I was in a bikini. Yeah, on. Well, it was not quite a bikini. It was more like a handkerchief that was ripped in half. But anyway... <laughs> 
for you guys out there that need a good whip-off video, get it. So then, you guys, now Ozzy's in L.A., and she's she was doing all the entertainment stuff, but she's got the body of death because she always worked out a lot, and she's just the most amazing, hottest girl ever, that she became a wellness expert. And she's got yeah. – tell everybody all your different things because I know you're like a Reiki, mas Reiki master. You do a whole bunch of things, and now she's like a world-renowned – you know, yogi, guru, health healer, light worker. There you go. Light worker. I, I went from entertainment since I was five years old, Broadway shows, movies, modeling. I do you remember? Did you ever find that like movie? Uh, no, sorry, that that photo of me uh, with my butt modeling on that forty-five thousand yes. dollar electric guitar. Yeah, that's that Lawrence Cartel <laughs> picture. That was an amazing one. Yes. So, so a whole life of entertainment. And then I was like, you know what? Like people kept asking me, how do I stay fit? How do I stay young? How so active? And I created this wellness company, um, an international wellness company. So I teach yoga, meditation. I train teachers. Um, I do one-on-ones with a lot of people. I work with pregnant women, old people, young people, injured athletes. And I all over the world so i get flown all over the world to to basically help people look amazing tell us about your island cyprus okay so my parents are from this from the island and we have land on the peninsula away from all humans acres and acres it's absolutely beautiful and i'm building a healing street there um and we have a monk out there right now. Back in the day, I used to have drag queens. Now I have monks. My life is... Monks. They have monks out there. Oh, I used to be a monk in a former <laughs> life. Um, uh -huh. You used to be a monk in a former life? Yes, because I had my what blood... I, I did my uh, DNA, and it said that I lived yeah. in Rome in Vatican City. And I collect monks, and I've collected them for years, and I have a, a fantastic feeling towards monks and i think my name was fryer fry an egg yeah. <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> a joke no but seriously i believe he does collect monks though. he does collect monks though in a former life i was a monk that's why i'm a perv today because you never come so, back so the you same. have a fascination with monks i love oh my monks. goodness I, I, so, I, so yeah i'm building i'm building this healing center out there and i teach out there twice a year and like a, a seven day transformation retreat and it's for everyone and I think your daughters will come uh, that would be cool they want to come my daughters yeah. want to come yeah. when, they, when, when, they, yeah. when they when they find rich husbands <laughs> which by the way why? why they need the husbands to come no they need the husbands money to go that's not a cheap <laughs> trip <laughs> that's an expensive trip they're hardworking girls. They're not stars. They, they don't know. need husbands to come all in years if they stay late. There you go. <laughs> so hold on, everybody. Here's what. So first of all, you guys, if you want to find out what Ozzy does, she's got a well. Uh, she's got a website. It's called thewellnessofoz.com. So dot com dot com. That was terrible. Dot com. <laughs> thewellnessofoz.com. So it's thewellnessofoz.com. And uh, her studio is called the Well uh, in in California is called the Wellness in of Los Oz Angeles Yoga Meditation and Workshop Studio. It's in Burbank, right? Is it still in Burbank? Yep, it's in Burbank. So come, all my teachers are amazing. I'm in and out because I travel so much. But um, yes, come take us if 
you know, come come feel amazing. Come learn how to stay young. It's 2300 West Victory Boulevard. 2300 yes. West Victory Boulevard, Burbank, California. The phone number is 818-588-3648. And if you want to get in touch with Ozzy, you can do Ozzy, O-Z-Z-I-E, Aziz, A-Z-I-Z, healer at gmail.com. And, like, book some time. And you can go and see all the different types of things that she has that you can book for by going to thewellnessofoz.com. Ozzy, I have to ask a favor. Um, you, you sing the opening of Jimmy's and my show, but you only talk about Jimmy. You don't mention me. So I thought, wouldn't it be nice if you did a voiceover and said, wild, crazy Jimmy Starr and Ron Russell, <laughs> if we could put it in there somehow? I don't know. Don't you think I should? Okay, I recorded ready? that. How many years ago did I record that? That was like 17 years ago with my little brother, right? That was so yeah. long ago. Yeah, it's like 10 years ago. Wasn't that the for you for that opening of your um, fashion show that you you had. Yeah, that was that well, wasn't actually yeah. made. It was actually made for a fashion show that we well, did. Well, it's the opening of this show, and it's all about Jimmy Starr, and I'm not mentioned, and I don't like that. Swing a new one. It should be a new one. It should be Ron Russell saved the Jimmy Starr show. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy, 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 Ron, 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 Ron. Yes, we gotta do right. one with you. Ron, Ron, Ron. That's what it is. Or, or just get rid of the Jimmy and do Ron, Ron, Ron's show. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I am so excited about seeing you next Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. This Sunday. I, oh, this is Wednesday. Did you tell everyone that I'm doing this interview from the toilet? No. Well, everybody who's watching no. knows. Uh, if we, if knows. we hear you flush, we'll just simply say, don't forget to blow. Well, I'm not. I'm not you know, pooping or peeing or nothing. It's just that the lighting was oh. crap in the living room. <laughs> and it's it's a very comfortable seat. Yes, it <laughs> it's is. The best seat in the house. Seat. You know who else yeah. be sitting with us at our table? Everybody wonderful. Do you know um did you ever like White Snake, that rock and roll band back in the day, White Snake? Oh, I don't I don't remember him. I kind of remember the name. What's his name? Hang on, actually I know someone I think from that group. Is this What's his uh, name? David Coverdale? David Coverdale was the lead singer anyway. Okay. His, his wife, who was in all the White Snake videos, and she was Tom Hanks's uh, love interest in Bachelor Party, was Tanya Katane, and she's sitting at our table. A lot of big wigs at our table. Yeah, it's like amazing. We, we, we have probably. Who else is coming? Oh, Cheech 70, Chong. 70 people. <laughs> Cheech and Chong is, are going to be there. Shut uh, up. Cheech and Chong are going to be there. My little brother's yeah. going to die when I tell him. <laughs> yeah, Cheech and Chong are going to be there. Um, uh, uh, Ron Moss is going to be there. You know that song, Baby Come Back? You can yeah. blame it all. Anyway, he's going to be there. He's a soap Sc star. Scott Page from Scott Page from Pink Floyd. Stephen Perkins from Jane's Addiction. Right. Um, Eileen Shapiro. Eileen Shapiro, my business partner, is going to be good there friend. and our good friend. Um, we're going to have, uh, I forgot. Oh, Jan Birch from People Under the Stairs is going to be wife. there and his wife. To Lou Temple in, um, Lou Temple from The Walking Dead in that movie Kidnap with Halle Berry. All celebrities. Our, yeah, our all cool table people. is the celebrity table. No, all the tables are celebrities because we only invited celebrities. No, no, no. Wait a minute. You let me finish, Mary Maricone. Listen, <laughs> I, I can't take him anymore. Ozzy, what am I going to do with him? Oh, um, now you made me forget. I'm old, you fuck. Now I forgot what I was going to say. All the tables, though, have famous people. Now I'm not cooking dinner for you tonight. Cook yourself. It's okay. 
<laughs> what what was I talking about? Everybody famous. Oh, yeah, we are the Hollywood table. We have all the starlets and all the actors and actresses at our table. And Eileen Shapiro has all, all the, the rock, rock and roll people. And then the, the other tables are just mixed groups of people. That we know and love. Yes. Uh, and wait till you see what I'm wearing. Ha, 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 ha. Wait, what are you wearing? I won't say. It's a surprise. Okay. All I say is diamonds are a man's best friend. <laughs> You're going to be covered no. in diamonds? No. I'm not, I'm not, I'm, shut the fuck up, Mary. You're going to give it away. I, I hate away. you today. Today, <laughs> I really don't. I want to divorce. Ozzy, let me money. I didn't say it. Ozzy, could you lend me divorce money? Yeah, right. I'll pay you back in installments. <laughs> anyway, so the red carpet starts at two, Ozzy. Just right. so you know. Uh, yes, so. I know. I'm getting up. Extra early. I've got all my classes covered. Okay, so I can good. look fabulous. We're going to try to decide early. what to do with the hair. Oh, yeah, that's uh, good. What did she say? She's deciding what to do with her hair. Well, how are you? Here's, here's the trick to hair that I learned from, from years ago from Kim Novak. Kim Novak always, you know who she was? Kim Novak, the actress? The movie star Kim Novak, beautiful white blonde, gorgeous. Vertigo with Jimmy Stewart. Okay. She said, if you have nude shoulders, your hair must go up. Okay, so I... Oh, no, wait, it, might, wait, it might be the other way around. Let me think. Wait a minute. If you have covered shoulders, your hair must go up. If you have nude shoulders, your hair must stay down. Okay, so my problem is, right, I have one arm covered and the other arm. So put half of your hair up and the other half. So so what you have to do is what you have to do is decide. I'm a little revealing, but still classy. You're gonna go nuts. You're gonna love it. No, the shoulder, the shoulder that is nude. Sweep all your hair over like Marie Antoinette. Sweep it over to the naked shoulder and curl it, and let it just cascade down in curls. Be stunning with the one shoulder. That'll See, this is why every girl needs her gay friends in her life. Yeah, because, <laughs> because we know we know shit. We know. Don't forget, I impersonated Jane Russell for forty-five years, and he was a hairdresser. And uh, yeah, and when I used to make Jane up and do her hair, the first time I did Jane Russell's makeup, we were going out to a party, and I said, "You know, Jane, because she had macular degeneration, she couldn't see well." I said, "You know, Jane, you got your eyeshadow everywhere on your face, but on your eyelids. Let me make you up." She said. Oh, can you? I said, can I? I've been doing your face on my face for 45 fucking years. Of course I could make you up. And I made her up and I threw a wig on her, one of my wigs, because she had, you know, gray hair. My wigs were my Jane Russell impersonation wigs. And when she was done, I said, oh, my God, I made you look just like Jane Russell. And she started to laugh. And she did look like Jane Russell in all my drags. Now, I even gave her my diamond earrings she wore to a big a preview opening we went to. My mother's mink stole. I mean, I used to dress Jane all the time. Because Jane, we used to wear sweat sweatpants and sweatshirts and sneakers. Never makeup. Her hair was pulled back. She didn't give a shit. And I said, oh, we're going out in public. You must be Jane Russell. Do you know who Jane Russell was? Of course. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you didn't know. People I definitely know. know. And I think I've seen you as Jane Russell more than I ever saw Jane Russell in any movies. Uh, <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> Probably 45 years of impersonating. Uh, but anyway, I may be doing it again if I'm asked, because I'm not going to mention what, what, but a big, big uh, uh, benefit has asked me to come in and portray Jane Russell. 
at 80. And I thought, wouldn't that be interesting? And I'm going to do the looking for trouble number where I'm all legs and hardly dressed. And it's a sexy striptease number with a song. So we'll see what happens. It may look like Jane's grandmother, but, you know, tape, tape. Got to learn it's tape. Okay. Uh, tape the face when you get my... You don't Huh? It's the same ever since I've known you. That's not true. Yeah, it is. It's true. When you see me in person, you'll do the sign of the cross. No, that's terrible. So one thing, you guys, listen up. You're breaking up. Your, your Wi-Fi messing up at the moment. Maybe it's somebody. totally true. There it is. Okay. It is totally true. You're right, Ozzy. It's totally true. Someone upstairs is flushing the toilet, and it's causing a problem. <laughs> <laughs> So listen up, you guys. If you want to know more about Ozzy and what Ozzy's got going on, uh, see some of her past entertainment work. Just go on I YouTube. Oh, say that again. Say that again, Ozzy. You froze. It says her internet is bad. It's frozen a good. It's been frozen. So okay. So what we're gonna do then, Ozzy? Don't talk for a second. Let me do a commercial for. All right, you guys. So if you want to see some of the cool stuff Ozzy's done. Uh, in her entertainment career, just go on YouTube and plug in Ozzy Aziz, O-Z-Z-I-E-A-Z-I-Z. -E -E and then if you plug in Ozzy Aziz, Let Me Be, the white version, it comes up on YouTube. That was her Billboard hit. That's a music video uh, that she did. And then all her videos that, that were big hits uh, in those foreign countries, in Iraq and, and Dubai and stuff, they're all up there also. So just Google all the different stuff. And then after you watch all that stuff, and see how wonderful she looks, and you know that you're a slob, then go to thewellnessofoz.com and check out all the services and book some appointments so that way you don't have to look that way anymore and you can start to look more like her, and Ozzy will teach you how to eat right and do all the things you need to do to be fabulous. It takes a lot of work to look beautiful. We know that, especially me, an impersonator, female impersonator. Becoming a, the man that I am, converting to the woman I become on the stage takes hours and hours of work, but it pays off because everybody loves what you look like. So if you want to be beautiful, thin, in, younger looking, go to Ozzy or people like Ozzy because they will no, help go you. to Ozzy, not well, people you know, like Ozzy. A lot of people don't live in L.A., you fruit. Okay, well, if you don't live in L.A. Well, but I travel. I'm going to train teachers in Scotland next month, oh, okay. and then I'm going back to Cyprus. <laughs> so find Ozzy somewhere oh. on the planet. All you have to well, do, listen. and if you have a lot of money, you just pay to have her fly in to, to you and have her work with you. When can you come out? When can you come out for dinner? You never. We're really. gonna see her on Sunday, and we'll find, work it out. Yeah, we'll work it out on Sunday. Yes, yeah, Sunday do, we'll work it out, and then I'll drive up and see you guys. I have to do it on a day that my kids are not working because they definitely want to be here. They love you. They really admire you and look up to you. They really, especially Deirdre. Deirdre's really vocal about it. Yeah, I love your daughters as well. I, yeah, they're we great. Love you. Girls, they're great girls. Yeah, they're good kids. So you guys listen too, because I think, I think I... Leslie's older than you. Leslie's fifty. Oh, she's, she's not going to. Ozzy's no not going to tell you how old My she is. Kid. All I'm going to tell you is that when I met Ozzy, I thought she was a certain age, and now I've known her for a very long time, and she looks the same as she looked when I met her at least twenty years ago. So yeah. she hasn't she hasn't aged a fucking day well, at all, and her body's tighter now than it was then, if that's even possible. And being hundred and two years old, she really looks good. I know, right? So, so on my next birthday, May tenth, I've decided that I'm going to because I like I'm going to do the most amazing, sexy photo because after this um, uh, Super Bowl show, that 
all these jealous people were like making such a big deal out of right a 51 year old and a 43 year old kicked butt on stage i mean they were fabulous so i think it's time to show the world how like women in their mid-age can look better than women in their 20s oh absolutely i'm ready to do like a badass photo shoot for my next birthday and put it out into the world I yes. think that's well, terrific. I, I was at, when yes. I lived in New York a couple of years ago. I was asked to go into an underwear uh, ad, and the ad was with all twenty-one-year-old muscle-bound, magnificent men that you love and me, and we were all in underwear. And they shot New York Fashion Week. He yeah, did it. and they shot it because they wanted to show at that time that a seventy-seven-year-old man can wear sexy underwear, which I agree. Old men should not wear old underwear, ugly. You should wear sexy underwear so you feel sexy and the person you're with will see sexy. I think it's very inspirational for people as well. Like we need to stand up. You know, if we're getting older, but we still look fabulous, we need to stand up. I mean, how old is Cher? Cher's like 400 years old, right? No, she's she's a year younger than I. She's 79. But. Yeah, she looks amazing. A- age is in the mind. And Look at Jane Fonda. She's 83. And you and know she looks what? Awesome. I don't feel any older than maybe 18 or 19 sometimes. Hold on. Right. Go. Sophia Hold on. Loren, Jennifer Aniston. I mean, yeah. Jennifer Lopez. Okay, Jennifer. Hold on, everybody. Hang on, everybody. We got to stop because we're out of time. So listen oh, up, everybody. But everybody, check out the wellnessofoz.com. Ozzy, we love you. We're going to see you Sunday, Sunday Thank you. Chat room, everybody. Thank you. We'll see you live from the from in Vegas. All right, everybody. See you guys next week. Bye, everyone. Thank you so much. Bye, Ozzy. We love you. See you Sunday. Bye. All right, everybody. We'll see you guys next week. Next week. And I love that girl. Yes. Bye, everybody. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.